Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss a single episode. And if you like the show and think we deserve a five-star rating, and obviously we do, rate us and post a review. Also, although our main purpose in life is to entertain you, producing this show costs actual money, so please help out by going to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried and pledging your support to receive all sorts of goodies, merchandise, personalized roast, and shout-outs, advanced access to episodes, or personal messages from me, Gilbert Gottfried. And if we raise enough, maybe I can finally get a new co-host. I'm thinking of the Scarlett Johansson robot. This is Gilbert Gottfried, and this is... I'm here with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre. And this is Gilbert and Frank's amazing, colossal obsession. It sure as shit is. Yeah. Now. Oh, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's something a little strange, Mr. Gottfried. Yes. A little different. People say to us, uh, this is the kind of uh, feedback that I get on social media, when are you guys going to do a music episode? Oh, yes. We've never done a music episode other than, you know, the musical stylings of Gilbert Gottfried, uh, yes. you singing, ready to take a chance again. So I found some interesting trivia, and I posted this on Facebook. Today, in 1969, the pop song, In the Year 2525. Wow. In the Year 2525. That's the one. If we're still alive. That's the one yes. by Zager and Evans. Ah. The immortal Zager I've and Evans. i so many of their albums. <laughs> yes. yeah. right. the there you go. That's the one. It's got like a mariachi. Yeah. <laughs> that that becomes very big in the future, mariachi band. <laughs> Thank you, Frankie. For the first time, mariachi is really appreciated. It's a very strange song. And yeah. I posted it on Facebook, and I got dozens of responses. And I thought, okay, so this is a good idea for mini-episode. Yes. One Hit Wonders. Oh, perfect. They certainly qualify. Yeah, Zager and Evans. I tell you, uh, doing the research on One Hit Wonders, first of all, there's a terrific book by a guy named uh, Wayne Jancic called uh, The Billboard Book of One Hit Wonders that I suggest that I did some research <laughs> in. It's great. And I thought, well, where do I go? Um, the 60s, not too, I didn't want to start with songs that you and I didn't know. Yeah. So I, I went to Wikipedia and they've got them listed by year. So I figured oh. 66 okay. was a good place to start. I don't know when you started listening to the radio. Yeah. But here's a couple that I found. And we'll do we'll do some 60s and then maybe some 70s. These are, these are some I found. Flowers on the Wall by the Statler Brothers. Oh! Do you remember this oh, one? Oh, wait. It became uh, a standard. 
What? Oh, counting flowers on the wall. It don't bother me That's at it. all. You're concerned about my That's business. it. But all that That's, that became yeah. a big song. Yeah. Uh, peaked at number four, the only time the Statler Brothers apparently made the... Yeah. Uh, Smoking cigarettes and watching, watching Captain, Captain Boom Kangaroo. And don't tell me there's nothing to do. See, Paul, I told you. We do a music episode. He, any excuse. He'll start singing. How did I find myself in this room with you two guys? I don't know. I don't know. Bad judgment. Here's another great one from February. of The Statler Brothers was January of 66. Here's another one from February, February of 66. The Men in My Little Girl's Life. Mike Douglas. Oh, this I gotta hear. You know this? Yes, yes. When I once I hear. The man in my little girl's life. The man in my little girl's. <laughs> Do you know this song? Life. Daddy, there's a boy outside. He wants to marry me. You don't remember this? It's got a spoken word component. This sounds like a, a pedophile song. <laughs> <laughs> There's a boy outside. His name is Rod. He wants to play in our band. He he'd talk to us Can from his van. <laughs> he'd say, I'm looking for my lost puppy. Can you climb in here and we'll go searching That's together? shameful. Uh, did you know that Mike Douglas, famous uh, daytime yes, talk show yes. host, did you know he charted on the Billboard charts? Wow. There you go. Okay, here's one we okay. all know. Yes. This hit number 35 by your favorite composer, Neil Hefty. Oh, yes. Neil Hefty, the odd couple. You bet. Uh, how to murder your wife. Yep. Batman. That's what this is. Frankie. Ooh. Oh, Batman perfect. Theme. Yeah. Peak date, March 12th, 1966. I guess that was his highest position. Um, yeah, we've talked about Neil Hefty on and this he show. He was also a big, big arranger for Count Basie. Correct. Uh, Herman. He was. Uh, Didn't big, he big also work guy. with Frank Sinatra? I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think he did. Yeah. Neil Hefty. We, who do we have on the show that knew Neil Hefty and told Ooh. us and told us about him? Yeah, he was a I yeah, he's one of my favorites. I think it was John Biner. I'm trying to remember. Somebody knew him. Here's a here's a good one. Dirty Water by the Standells. Oh yeah. Oh yes, yes. It's a standard, like a bar standard. <laughs> yes. yes. I'm gonna tell you about my town. <laughs> Number 11. Now, if I've got this right, and we'll have Paul, our researcher, is in the booth with us. The reason I bring up the Standells, I'm pretty sure they were the guest star uh, rock band on the Munsters. Oh, my God. Do you God. remember the Munsters oh. episode where they rent the house out to the, to, the, to, the, to the hippies, and they come back? Oh, yeah. And the, and the Standells are playing I Want to Hold Your Hand, and the smoke comes out of Grandpa's ears. <laughs> Does this mean anything to you? <laughs> Paul's going to look that up. I think it was the Standells. I know I can make out the lyrics very clearly. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. He'll yes, the Standells. The Standells appeared Stand-Ells. on the Munsters. That's right. Yeah. Far out Munster. And by the way, uh, Sinatra did record several albums with Neil Hefty. Oh, oh see? The late, great Neil Hefty. Gilbert is all over Neil Hefty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't remember the Standells on... Um, on uh, the Munsters. Here's one for you, Gil, that I know you do I, know. I do remember you brought up Les Lester. Les Lesser. Oh, Les Lesser. Len Lesser. Yeah, Len Lesser 
was the guy who played George with Lon Chaney Jr. on the Munsters Very episode. good. That is correct. Well, we had, uh, you should explain it, we had Stuart Margolin on the show. Yeah. We were talking about Kelly's Heroes, which he was in. So here's some underwear movie trivia. Kill. Okay. In the movie Lifeboat, the Hitchcock movie. Oh, that's with, um, 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 what's that actress's name? Wait a minute. You're you're jumping it. Crew members told director Alfred Hitchcock that this actress was not wearing underwear in several key scenes. Tallulah Banker. Very good. Chico Marx's favorite. Yes. Chico Marx. Excuse me. Alfred Hitchcock, they said, well, what are you going to do about it? And he said... I can't describe if I should discuss it with wardrobe or hair. (laughs) (laughs) That's correct. Now, there's a little underwear trivia to get us started, because we're talking about our friends' MeUndies. Now, whether you're wearing a suit, whether you're wearing sweatpants, whatever you're wearing, you, you wear your underwear for about 24 hours a day. But instead of making a statement like Superman's tights under his everyday clothes... Your own underwear is its probably a little dull. Yeah. It's a little bit yeah. on the pedestrian side. Our favorite company, Me Undies, is here to change all that because every pair of Me Undies is made from sustainably sourced Modal. And that's a fabric that's twice as soft and comfortable as cotton. It yeah. really is. I don't know how they make it that soft. Yeah, because you got a couple of pairs yeah. from them. I got a couple of pairs from them. They're, they're fantastic. As soon as I took them out, I had to wear them. Uh, nothing can describe the feel and the fit. Uh, of MeUndies, and once you try the on, you'll, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. Yeah. No questions asked. So there's no risk. Money back guarantee, no risk. MeUndies offers dozens of styles, lots of colors. They're fun. Lots of colors there. Go to their website. Uh, limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear, whether anyone can see them or not. Remember, Superman. Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada. You can save up to $8 a pair with the Me Undies subscription plan. Get the subscription or a single pair. You get 20% off your first order, Gil, when you go to MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. So already, you can, if you don't like them, you can return them and get all of your money back. Or if you want them, you can get 20% off. Yep, it's a win-win, and they're a terrific product. Very comfortable. Uh, that's MeUndies.com slash Gilbert for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash Gilbert. Here's a song I've actually heard you reference on the podcast. Yes. This is I'll by, sing it. by Napoleon the 14th. Frankie? Remember when you ran away and I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk? Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, ha ha! They're coming to take me away, hee hee, ha ha! To the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. Be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, cause they're coming to take me away, ha ha! How do you know all the words to that song? I cooked your food, I cleaned your plate, and this is how you pay me back for all my kind. Selfish loving work. Wow, that's impressive. And I heard when that that song was a hit on yeah. the radio. Sixty six. 
uh, actual medical groups were complaining that was making fun of people with mental problems. Really? Yeah. Wow. It was making fun of the insane. Anybody, any of our listeners that know anything about the artist called Napoleon the Fourteenth, uh, write us and post I, us. I think it eventually was taken off the air. Seriously? Because there were complaints about... <laughs> Political incorrectness. Yeah, complaints from crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I did not know that. I didn't. That was Jerry. Jerry Samuel. Jerry Samuel. I think that could be a Jew. (laughs) Tell us about. (laughs) It's a wild guess. He's uh, known by the stage name Napoleon the Fourteenth, American singer, songwriter, and record producer. He achieved one hit wonder status. There you go. Is he still with us, Jerry? Uh, yes, he is. Seventy-eight years old. We gotta call him. Yes. Now, can you find out if they say anything about uh, the nutty uh, people taking him off the air? Let me see what I can find. Okay, we're, we'll, we'll move on and come back to that. Here's okay. another one, Gil, that I know you know. Yes. From December 3rd, uh, there's a, this was its peak, so I don't know when it entered the charts, but uh, this was number one by the new Vaudeville Band, 1966. Wait. do you're bringing me down. That's it. <laughs> you stood and you laughed when my baby left town. Now everyone knows just how much <laughs> that girl meant to me. You, she wouldn't have left. If you started playing your song, bum 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 bum, Winchester Cathedral. <laughs> That's it. All right, Paul. What right. can you tell us about the so, new vaudeville band? Well, I, let me catch up with uh, Napoleon the Fourteenth and uh-huh. the critics. The backlash. Uh, the record was uh, peaked at number three. Then the next week was number five, and then in the following week fell to number thirty-seven. When record producers and radio programmers removed it from their playlists, fearing an adverse reaction from people who might consider it to be ridiculing the mentally ill. How I about was that, right. Gilbert Gottfried? Especially in the New York market. This How was about I was right. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. (laughs) <laughs> How about that, Gilbert Gottfried? I, Gilbert, uh, uh, people, the, the listeners will appreciate your defending the mentally ill yes. in the program. <laughs> well, that's his brethren. Yes. Frankie, did you dial any of these other ones up from I'm 67? I'm defending the nuts. <laughs> yeah. You name one, I'll tell you if I got it. Okay. Uh, a sunshine Girl. Uh, by parade, we're going. We're jumping to sixty-seven. We're just going to do sixty-six and sixty-seven here. Don't got it today. You don't got it. How about uh, how about the next one on the list? I was Kaiser Bill's Batman <laughs> by Whistling Jack Smith. Didn't get that, but I can play you. I can play you the next one I've got. He's got the next one. Oh, okay, Gilbert. Do you remember this one oh, from sixty-seven by the? F- oh my God, Tiny Tim. Oh. 
Yeah. I can't get my voice that high. through the tulips with me. That's it. You jumped on me. That's 68. Oh, away, and if you get you in the garden, by the garden, I'll follow you and tiptoe through the tulip with me. Oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> that's disturbing. <laughs> I oh, remember. God. That was 68, by the way. We jumped. I remember when he sang that to Dick Martin. Oh on sure, on laughing. laughing. On laughing. And 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 Peter Marshall, of course, told us that Dan Rowan was a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the purpose of this podcast yes. at the end of the day. Oh, and God. I think he said Dan Rowan <laughs> Dan Rowan liked to get shit on. Now cut yeah. that out. <laughs> Frankie, do you have this one from uh, to, from July of 1967 by the fi- a group called the Fifth Estate? Oh, that peaked at number crazy. 11. Do you remember this? Oh yeah. Any memory of this one? Yeah, this one not too much. Okay. Know nothing about this. What can yeah. you tell us, Paul, about the Fifth Estate? The fifth estate. Let me. I'm on it. He's on it. Did you load the next one, Frankie? Here we go. You'll get it. Yeah, I know this one. She sits on the dock. Frank is actually dancing in his seat. I love this stuff. Here we go. Okay, I have Fifth Estate. Come on down in my boat. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I recognize the hook, that's all. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a Beach Boys knockoff. Oh, absolutely. What can you tell us about the Fifth Estate? Here's something you have to know about the Fifth Estate. Tell me. They were originally the D-Men. From Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut. See, that's something you have to know about. <laughs> you have wow. To know about. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's good stuff. Let, let me, uh, as we go through 66 and 67, and we'll do more of these on the next episode, but let me let me read you some of the names of these artists. Do any of these mean anything to you, Gilbert? Uh, the Lies by the Knickerbockers. Uh, they'll be opening for me next week. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what shape your stomach's in, by the T-Bones... Oh, they used to play that in a commercial. That's right. Yes. I think I know the one you like mean. Like it was either a diet, <clears throat> I think a diet commercial. How about, Alka-Seltzer how about Walking My Cat Named Dog? That sounds like a Jim Stafford song yes, or something. Yes, it does. Uh, I Can't Grow Peaches on a Cherry Tree by Just Us. <laughs> <laughs> These are real and, songs, and folks. And they never had another hit nope. after that. Double oh, Shot of My Baby's Love, of course, <clears throat> by the Swinging Medallions. <laughs> Uh, but some of the names of these bands are just fantastic. Black is Black by Los Bravos. Oh, yes, That was a yes. big one. Black is yeah, Black, I want my one. baby back. That's it through uh, through 66. And then just a couple of other things, and just on the subject of One Hit Wonders, Paul pulled this page. And this was called, <clears throat> and then we'll move on to another episode. 
We'll just do this for now, 66 and 67. Uh, One-hit wonders from other media. These were, <laughs> how do you even describe this? Uh, artists <laughs> better known for talents other than pop vocals. Key, uh, Ed Burns made made the uh, the charts with Kooky Kooky Lend Me Your oh, Comb. Oh, yes, yes. In 1959. Here's a good one. Uh, Rick Dees and his cast of idiots, Disco Duck. Oh, yeah. 1976. We did Mike Douglas and the Men in My Little Girl's Life. Here's one I know is close to your heart. Lorne Green, Ringo. Ringo. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I were, that was one of those talking. It's yes. a spoken <laughs> word. Yes. Hit. Went to number one in 1964. Oh, wow. How about Richard Harris and MacArthur Park? Oh, Yes. 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 Spring was never waiting for us, girl. It ran one step ahead from the ground <laughs> that we walked. We do. There it is. Written by the great Jimmy Webb. Who oh, Jimmy that's Webb, right. We're trying to get on the show, and hopefully he, he won't hear this. Yes. <laughs> great. Here's, here's two more. And we'll wrap it MacArthur up. Spark was <laughs> melting in the dark. All the sweet green icings flowing down. Someone left a cake out in the rain. Oh, my God. I don't think that I can take it. Because yes. it took so long to bake it. And I'll never have that recipe again. Now, Richard Harris and Donna Summer are both spinning in their graves <laughs> simultaneously. And the last two, <clears throat> did you know that Jerry Lewis, your hero, made the charts with Rockabye, Your yes. Baby, with a Dixie Melody? Rockabye, <laughs> my baby. With a Dixie melody. <laughs> oh my God! I can't top that. And the last one is is Vicky Lawrence and the night the lights went out in Georgia. Oh, that's right. In 1973. Was that made into a movie? It also? was indeed. Yes. It was made into a movie. Yeah. As was Take This Job and Shove It. Oh yes, made with Barbara Eden. And, I think Art Carney. Yeah, and John Fiedler, I think, was John- in that. <laughs> well, I can't top yeah. uh, the, that, that MacArthur Park rendition. <laughs> Something came loose in the back of my, <laughs> my cerebellum. <laughs> Take us out, Frankie. Oh, here's, an, here's another oh. one. Steam. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Oh, this, that, that was funny. Thank you, Frank. Thank you, Paul. And and this has been Gilbert and Frank's amazing colossal obsession. <laughs> we'll see you all in court. 